All right, we're recording, and this is uh, episode number eight of the Swap Foo podcast. Driving nine inches of podcast power into your ear hole <laughs> for a whole half hour of uh, not quite sexy talk, but at least maybe something that's instructional. I'm Mr. Swap Foo. And I'm Miss Swap Foo. Good evening. And it is about 8.23 p.m. Central ta- Time on the what on the 11th of May. Yes. Yes, and uh, we're a little behind our schedule, but that's okay. We got here, and that's all that counts. Good and to be here. Good to be here, right? Um, so, yeah, we're back, and uh, hopefully we got our little echo issue fixed. I know that it was, uh, it was tiresome. We switched locations at Swapfu Manor, and now we're uh, broadcasting from the music room. I I'm think it's going to be. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, where? Yeah, we just and we moved some places a little quieter, so. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the audio more. Uh, anyway, here we are. Episode eight. Are you excited? I am. You are? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you've been listening to some podcasts? I have, which I have not done in the past. I listened to a, a couple of our fe- fellow podcasters today, and it was very cool to um, get some insight into you know what's going on with people around the country. And uh, there's some good stuff out there. It was very cool. I I enjoyed it immensely because actually it, it, it was literally the first Swinger podcast that I had listened to. Okay. Besides ours, <laughs> which I just listened to yesterday. So <laughs> For the first time. For the first so, time. So. Yeah. Um, would you care to share with our listeners whose podcast you listen to? Um, I listen to a swing, uh, Swingcast podcast. Swingcast, yes. And I listen to this Secret Married Life right. podcast, and I listen to Life on the Swing Set podcast. Oh, cool! Yeah, enjoyed them. Enjoyed them all. It was amazing how different, yeah, the the different perspectives that each one of them brought to the table, and uh, all interesting, all yeah. interesting, and all uh, definitely I related to. You did so, good. Yeah, absolutely. Good, and I uh, specifically wanted to just. Uh, Give a shout out to uh, Cooper at Life on the Swing Set, and uh, you know for all the help that he's uh, offered and uh, all the insight that he shared with me over the uh, last few weeks. It's been uh, a pleasure uh, getting to know him and uh, interacting with him uh, online, and I enjoy the the podcast very much as well. And I really appreciate the the shout out that we were given on the Secret Married Life, and uh, we'll touch on not the topic that they discussed directly with us but another one but not, the, not the topic that they discussed about our podcast but it's a different one that they t- talked about on their podcast yeah we don't want to get too incestuous here <laughs> well no right but i mean i think well the thing is the the, the thing about the swimming community is i think that we're all going to experience shared you know well shared experiences right and uh and uh, the more we talk about them the more we understand understand Mm -hmm. right understand and the more groundwork we laid down for those who come after us well certainly um each podcast that i listened to had had contributed something to my well-being and and my better understanding of the lifestyle so it was very it was very cool it was very cool it was very cool so what do you say we just kind of get into uh, like a little bit of a chronicle of what we did. Sure, you have your you have uh, show notes. Or? I do have some. I do have some show notes that I prepared, but I guess we can just go ahead and start with um, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday before last. Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> I, only, I can only use fifteen seconds worth of that song before we had to pay Elton John money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Saturday we went to the club, and yes. I was on my period. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the, it was the whole going in thing for me was that, hey, we're meeting a couple of couples there we know, and it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a meet and greet is what I thought for me. Yep. I'm like, just meet and greet. Uh, hands shake hands. Hands on soft swap. Shake hands. Shake hands. I filled out a, a lot of cards. Yes. In advance yes. to give out our, you know, contact information. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was just all prepared for the, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the seeing and being seen and, and, uh, passing out contact info for future, um, for future connects. Absolutely. And that was, that was my goal when I entered the club. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, 
I guess um, the first night that. Oh no, we actually went there on Friday, the Friday before. That's right. You we went there on the Friday later. before, and uh, yeah, we're missing this whole big part. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> we did it. It was our first like two double. It was our first double dip ever of going two nights in a row. To two the nights club. in a row. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went on Friday, and uh, the purpose of our going being there on Friday was uh, for the amateur strip off. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we totally we talked about the strip off yes. in in a prior podcast, mm-hmm. and we had uh, it was a male entry, right? It who, was the sole male entry. Yes, and yeah. him and his wife, or yeah, him and his wife and I yeah. danced to the strip off. Now his wife and I didn't strip; he was the stripper. Yes, we were just merely, you know. Uh, Jewelry. We were garnish. We were yes. just hanger honors. Yes, so, you, were, you were. You were. You were the fly girls. Yeah, we were the fly will. girls. We were just there to make them look good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we did do the strip off. We did do the strip off prior, but that night we showed up, and they and the rules and regs mat manager came up and said, "Oh no, he has to dance alone tonight." Unassisted. Oh, Unassisted, if yeah. you will. Yeah. It was like wah wah wah. So we yeah. were cold off of the team. We were yes. Eighty-six. And let's just say that Kay, the uh, our male dancer friend, was a little nervous, <laughs> a little nervous going into this endeavor. He was uh, sweating bullets, I guess is the term, and uh, I guess he uh, he kind of indulged indulge, indulge, indulge a little courage beforehand, a little uh, a little liquid a, courage, a lot of liquid courage, a lot of liquid courage. <laughs> um, and uh, he was talking all kinds of smack. <laughs> Right, absolutely. Hey, but and you know what? You took third place. He took third place, which is very cool. And yes. two very wonderful, hot, awesome uh, dancers, yes. pole dancers, took first and second. And you know what? You can't blame you can't blame anybody for that lineup because absolutely it was spot on. Uh, you know, and the, the the fact that the that the woman who won, beautiful, phenomenal dancer, rumor around was uh, she was a bit of a pro. A bit of a pro. Yeah, but that was the word around. The word around that she was a bit of a pro. It was that, supposed to be an amateur, yes, an amateur uh, strip tease. You know, now she very well may have been a customer of the of of the club as well. So, but, but she was, she was absolutely the best dancer. She was absolutely, and she had a nice costume. She did. She had those she, pasties that were awesome. Yes, and she brought her trainer with her. Yeah, she did. She has a pole dancing trainer, <laughs> a pole dancing trainer, mind you. Yeah. I don't have a personal trainer, well, and I go to the gym avidly. Well, that's why you—that's why you win contests like this. <laughs> yes, you know, and you got to admire her because the prize was substantial. It was, and uh, it was like a she, VIP pass uh, for six months to yeah. the club, and and that, she was in it to win it. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you know, if she's going to put forward forth that you know that amount of effort. Heck, well, then she deserved it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and not going to fault her. Spoils go to the. I don't know. The spoils go to the girl with the pasties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. Did the victor go to the spoils? <laughs> In this case, it was uh, Victoria yeah. with the pasties. But but our you know our bet took third place, which isn't bad. Absolutely, considering they had you know I don't. Know. I am proud of them for simply showing up because because if that was me, uh, yeah, I would have. No, I would. I'm not have been able to do it. Well, we all. Yeah. Well, we all didn't. But you did give him a little shit. You were like, "Dude, you blew your wad too early. You got naked too early." And I was like, "No, no criticism." I know. I know. Well, he no, did I didn't. T- I well, did I tell him? That? Yes, you oh, did. You're like, you're like, you were like, you you blew your wad too early. He got naked and then just like had to dance around with his hat over his penis for like two minutes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's it was hilarious. Yeah, but it was it, fun. It, it's funny because you know I was having this is an, a bit of a of an aside, but it directs you know it's it's directly related to something that we were discussing earlier. But uh, you know I was talking to my boss, and he said uh, he said you know because I I recently bought a new grill, and I took an embarrassing photo of myself hugging my new grill, <laughs> and and uh, and he uh, said well, oh with a subject line called true love. <laughs> a subject line called true love, and. I stupidly showed it to my boss, and yeah, I'm a dork. It's okay, you know. I, I freely admit it. But he said, uh, he he said, well, that's all us married guys ever have to look forward to now is is maybe having a a nice grill, and and that's about it. Maybe you know, spending you know, spending time at home. And I thought it was it was you know kind of sad on his behalf because you know I just spent a weekend not too long ago 
well, pretty much doing stuff that he only <laughs> probably dreams of, I guess. <laughs> so, regardless, uh, that's the way Friday went down. Yeah, it was all about the strip off. It was all about the strip mm-hmm. off, and we also met up with some other friends there, and we had a, you know, we had a good time. It was quiet, yes, for the most part on yeah. the strip off. It was a fairly quiet night. We were there but to support. We were there to support. We did. And we, um, well, we didn't really get together with anybody that night. Mm-hmm. We did not. Um, the next night, mm-hmm. we there we're, again, like, we're going back to the club of our the, yeah day two of our double header. We went back to the club and uh, things worked out a little bit differently this time. We sat we sat in our usual spot and uh, started engaging the crowd fairly early there was a couple that came us came to us from out of town yeah they they were from uh, a city close by yeah. and they had a vip area over right. on the other side of the club and they came by and um introduced themselves and said hey we're here in town for the weekend and mm-hmm. wanted to come by and say hi and that was very cool because yes. that's what you have to do when you go to the club absolutely you they have were... to be able to approach people and meet and greet and shake hands and you know just there was, a, there were three couples. Time. There were three couples in town from that, that city actually, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the, and we met. Well, I met all three of them, and you met two of them certainly, the ones in the VIP area and the other the ones that we went and introduced introduced ourselves to, at another table. We ended up going to the VIP area to hang out with this other couple. Yeah, they yeah. invited us over there. They're like, yeah. "Hey, when you guys get ready, come on over." And yeah. the you know we were with. A couple of couples at our table, and it was yeah. like, ah, you guys are all right. Yeah, y'all, they were y'all fine. are doing your own they thing. They were fine. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's go over there and freaking meet and greet. Sure. So we show up in the VIP area, which is very cool. Very nice. It's it's a um, it's it's partitioned beds. Partitioned beds, but they're you know they have the the drapes between each bed, mm-hmm. and but each bed still. I mean, they're giant beds are bigger right. than king size and the yeah. beds still overlook the dance floor so you're still like right in the thick of things absolutely so you have like a first class seat and a first class bed and you have a table there if you want to like hang out and have your cocktails or whatever mm-hmm. so hell yeah we're going in the vip area absolutely. so we went over there and bs'd with those guys which was cool and uh they were nice they're I very nice those guys yeah they were very nice um yeah, similar professional interests, and um, yeah, nice, nice looking couple too. Yeah, they were, and but then pretty soon uh, C and J showed up. Yeah, yes, C and J showed up, yeah. which I thought was funny because they they were saying, "Well, we we're here every weekend. We're here two nights a weekend, yeah. and we always sit at this table, which is over on the VIP side, which we right. never go to, but." They're always there. They're always sitting there, and they hang out there every weekend. And we had never met them. No, we hadn't. Even though we'd been going for several weeks. Yeah. So. So well, you had more. You got had more to do with them because I was trying to talk to uh, the female half of this couple from out of town, and and you know this is it kind of brings me to one of the topics that I wanted to discuss, and this I guess it's kind of. Well, well, we'll see where this goes, but okay. but basically that you know, um, you know, how do you how do you approach what it is that you're going to do over the course of the evening? I mean, is, is it's it's good not to have a set plan because you don't because you want to be open to you know good random events and 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 just fun. Uh, but at the same time, if you find yourself kind of diving headlong into some kind of a situation, like I I, I felt like I was being too forward with with this woman not that she i don't think she was offended or put off by it but i think that she while she liked me i think that she didn't want to uh she didn't want things to escalate quite so quickly um between between us and you know i i felt myself having to tap the brakes a lot to make sure that we didn't you know that i didn't offend her or whatever but i think mostly that um she she uh, wanted to be a lot more social and well i think that she found me attractive and liked hanging out with me and I think that well, we certainly kissed and it was a lot of fun I think that she wasn't ready to like settle down and do any serious swinging I guess mm-hmm. would be it um, whereas her husband was certainly a lot more interested in getting down pretty, pretty much right away um, yeah but he like took off somewhere I don't even know where he went eventually he for left for a while yeah. right yeah for a while I think That's he went him. to the bar yeah 
Oh, I ran into him in the bar, actually. Yeah, because he, he was gone. Yeah. Because it was just C and J and I. Right, and you guys hanging were... Hanging out in the VIP. Right, area. right. You want to talk about that? On the bed. Well, well, it was kind of funny because, you know, there's a, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of, you know, I don't, uh, a lot of, um, the idea that you have to take it easy and, and, uh, read other people and all this and that. And, you know, I guess there's some of that, I, I guess that, that, that goes on, but what happened with this couple, it was a married couple. They've been married a long time and we were sitting on the edge of the bed, the mm-hmm. VIP bed, and I was sitting in the middle and he was sitting on one side and she was sitting on the other side. And I could tell they were just apprehensive about, right. you know, what was going to happen from here. And n- neither one of them were going to, you know, p- progress the situation or move it forward. So we're sitting there and we're just kind of making small talk. And pretty soon I just said, well, why don't I just get naked and we'll see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't see any way out of like just making small talk without just somebody making a move. Right. So they're like, they they both they just both turn and look at me, and I stand up and I just take off my top and I take off my pants, and I scoot back in the middle of that gigantic bed, and it was on. It yeah. was on. Uh, you know, she she got on top of me, mm-hmm. and her and I started making out. Mm-hmm. And um, then she <laughs> yelled for her husband. She's like, get over here and do me now. Yeah. And her husband comes over and she whips up her skirt and he starts suing her from behind. So I'm lying on my back. She's on top of me. Her and I are kissing and having yeah. an awesome time doing that. Yeah. And her husband's doing her from the back. Yeah. And I'm just completely getting off on this. Right, I'm right. thinking it's exciting. I'm just you know, what being involved with watching this couple and being involved with this woman and just seeing the interaction, I felt like a, a like this instigator, right. you know, like this, uh, this fire between these two people that mm-hmm. I, you know, I was contributing to this just awesome sex that they were having. Right. But right. I wasn't directly involved, which was right. very cool. Yeah. It was kind of cool. And, you know, and we, we actually, I looked over to, you know, where you guys were, because we were actually back at, uh, she, the, the woman from the other, the other, the other city and I actually made it back to the old table that we were, where we were. And I looked over and I saw that you guys were doing something. I could kind of see across the club <laughs> and I, I saw that he was fucking somebody. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that. I mean, we talked about it afterward. You said that you found that to be really, really hot. I did because, you know, I, I've, for a lot of reasons, but because those two were hot. Yeah. And because I was involved in a very explicit sexual act that mm-hmm. didn't involve me was well, very yeah. hot. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's playtime it's two right. women you know it's, yeah it's it's two women kissing and doing the booby game thing mm-hmm. and um but it's not like i was being fucked right you know so the cool thing about it is that when it was over the fact that i wasn't fucked left me open to go and play with other people because you know call me old-fashioned but if i'm gonna fuck more than one guy in a night the only other guy is probably going to be you. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I don't know. I have a thing. It's like, I'm not going to fuck a whole lot of, a whole bunch of guys in one night. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I, if I have intercourse with a guy, that's probably going to be my guy for the night. Right. You well, know? I didn't know that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you ever known me to like screw more than one guy in one night besides you and one other guy? <laughs> no. No, I have not. I haven't. Uh, no, I just, yeah. yeah. I mean, if I screw a guy, that's that's going to be my guy for the night. Yeah. So that was cool because yeah. I didn't screw him. It left me a lot of playroom after mm. that. So it's like, yeah, I can do some other stuff now. Yeah. These guys had a good time. I had a great time. It's like, yeah, moving on to the next couple. Yeah. If I if I have intercourse, I I have more of a sense of connected connectedness and obligation not not obligation in a bad way but just you know it's like that's what I'm doing for the night mm-hmm. if I have sex with you that's what I'm doing tonight right. I'm not gonna 
wander off and have sex with, you know, mm-hmm. two or three or four other guys. Yeah. It's it's my own mentality. It's well, not I, a judgment on, you know, anybody else. Absolutely. Something. Absolutely. Yeah, we all bring we all bring to it our own um, you know, our own whatever you call it, you know, not values or standards or anything like that. It's just like what your comfort level is. It's just your comfort level. What that's, are you comfortable that's doing? That's my comfort level, yeah. yeah. Yep. And um, so then later on, um, we exchanged numbers with them, or not exchanged numbers, but contact information with, with them. Yes. And then the uh, the male half of the of the other couple, the couple from out of town, eventually made it back. Yes. And as did me and his wife, and we ended up fooling around, and you ended up fooling around with him some. Yes. And I ended up fooling around with her. So I gave him a blowjob. You gave him a blowjob. Yeah. yeah. It was hot. Yeah. It was hot. Well, I got to fool around with that girl while yeah. her husband fucked her. Right. And then I got to give this guy a blowjob. Yeah. I mean, it was a good night. It was a good night. <laughs> it was a good night. And then we came home and... And you and I had sex. We had sex we and did. it was really good. With the, with the special blanket. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you were almost barely off of it by then. You were almost... I was. Yeah. But still, it was, yeah. It was still... Uh... Anyway, so that were, that went over really well. That yeah. was a good... That was a really good... And the next morning, too. And then we had sex the next well, morning. Well, sex is like sugar. It's like the more you have, the more you want. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's a true statement. Yeah, I agree. I, I hadn't heard the anal- analogy to sugar. I heard, I heard it just... It is. Sugar is the same way. Yeah. You start eating a little sugar and you want more sugar and more sugar. So all you can think about is your next sugar fix. <laughs> <laughs> and I think sex is kind of like that. It's like if you're not having sex, you really don't want it. Right. You, you right. really don't have an interest in it. It's not in the forefront of your mind. If you think about it, you're like, nah, I have other things to think about. And that's what, you know, being swingers is really kind of accentuated in our life is that we are having a lot more sex now with each other because we're just, it's more on our minds. It's more present in our daily conversation because we're, you know, arranging and unarranging and uh, doing all these things to kind of have these dates and encounters with people in the club or elsewhere. And, you know, uh, it's been good. It's been, it's been great. I mean, I've been enjoying it. Well, and believe me, after the night that we had, like, Saturday night, where mm-hmm. I was involved in all of these sexual encounters without actually getting laid, yeah. when you and I came home, it was like, <laughs> we're going downtown, yeah. <laughs> dude. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, there's no way yeah. around that. It's yeah. like, I'm getting mine now. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, delivered, and I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, well, you know, and that, hey, you know what? I did, didn't I? You absolutely did. Which brings me to my next point. Oh, you have a you have a I have point. I have I do have a topic. Okay. I have a topic. I have a I have a small topic. No, I have a <laughs> I have a big topic uh, that I wanted to talk about, and it's something that uh, Scott talked about at uh, on this married life. And well, yeah, I mean, it, and it was brought up on the Swear Cast interview with with the guys, and it had to do with male ED. Male erectile dysfunction. I'm saying ED like I'm, you know, like I'm trying not to offend the kids or listen to this podcast. Kids, if you're listening to this podcast, stop it, stop it. Don't listen yeah. to this podcast. It's not for kids. Anyway, so um, so here's the deal. He had this issue happen to him where, and I don't mean to embarrass you, uh, Scott, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, but um, you know, not to open up an old wound, but you're in a situation where you spent the whole day drinking and ended up with two girls in the bed, and one thing led to another and you weren't able to get it up and you were, you suffer the ire of, of both women. Um, you know, but you know what, these things happen. And, uh, I think I get, I, I, I just can't help but think that, you know, alcohol is definitely involved, maybe a lack of, uh, food or whatever it is. And it's just something that you need to, you need to get under control. Cause I know that I've suffered from it myself. Uh, obviously, you know, being in a situation where you're, Uncomfortable. There's a lot of pressure to perform. That will also cause uh, some anxiety, and it'll keep the little fella from um, from towing the line and, and performing his duty to his country and to his uh, master. Anyway, all right. So I promised you that I would share a funny story, and uh, and 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 here it goes. The other there was a night not too long ago where Miss Wafu and I were at the club, and we uh, met another couple. And, uh, and, you know, we were talking and, you know, enjoying their company and just kind of talking, uh, with them. And we noticed that the male half of the couple wasn't drinking. He wasn't drinking a drop 
And I said, well, all right, well, so what's going on? And he says, well, this is the way it's going to go down. If I'm going to screw, I'm not going to drink. <laughs> and if I'm going to drink, I'm not going to screw. Uh, not so many words, but that's what basically what it was getting to. I'm like, and I said to myself, oh, come on, you know, couple drinks. What is it going to hurt? And it's like, no, 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 I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink. And he just sat there all night and did not touch a drop, not a single, single drop. I said, well, you know, novel concept. Maybe there's some, uh, maybe there's something to it, but heck, that's not going to work for me because I'm going to drink to my heart's content. And when I get around to having sex with his wife, this thing is going down and it's going down good. Well, sure enough, three o'clock in the morning rolls around, exhausted, drunk. And uh, the two of them are back here at the house. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, he, uh, proceeds to have wonderful sex with Miss Swap Fu. <laughs> and I proceed to apologize profusely to his wife because nothing was coming around on my side. In fact, when, uh, uh, when he was done, he, he dismounted with a flourish, ripped off his condom as if he was, uh, like he was like saluting the crowd in a rodeo or something like that. <laughs> Like, that was kind of funny. Dude. That was kind of funny. Like, he like just like, he, like tore it up, it up and, for all the world to see. Kind of like swung it around his head almost, and then like tossed it in the trash. Um, and yeah, he put he put me and my little stupid theories to shame. So what are you what are you gonna do? It happens to all of us. Sometimes it gets stuffed in our face, <laughs> and uh, or in our trash can, or in our trash can as a kid, or in our or in our, or in our wives. <laughs> And, uh, uh, yeah, so that was a funny story. So I've learned my lesson. I'm trying to take it easy and uh, not drink so much. Then, of course, you know, the whole comfort level is just so is so much of a part of it because, you know, the last couple times when Miss Swapfu and I have gotten together, I've been rock hard, ready to go, and had just wonderful sex with her, and there had been a, a not inconsiderable amount of drinking involved in the last couple of occasions. So... Who knows? Well, I think, you know, it has to do with, like, we talked about a comfort level. Yeah. Having a comfort level with your partner. It's like, you know, when you and I have sex, it's yeah. going to be fun and it's going to be yep. good. Absolutely. And you just have that, uh, you know, that comfort level of knowing yeah. that, knowing what to expect. Yeah. But Absolutely. when you're with a, when you're with a, a, a person unknown so mm-hmm. much, I'm sure it's, it's a lot harder. You, Absolutely. Yeah. So... And, you know, there we were, and, well, I mean, not to belabor it too much, but, you know, it was, uh, it was in our living room, and, uh, you know, it was, I felt like I was kind of on stage a little bit, to a certain extent, and I need to get over it, need to work with it, and just plow through it. So, that was the, that so, was the story. So, how was the, how was the wife, how was, like, when it was all said and done, it's like, she how was, did she? She was very, very, very gracious. She was. Yeah, That's very nice. gracious, and I think that she got a charge out of watching um, the two of you have sex, and I did too because it was hot. It was really hot, and um, you know, and I and she got off. I mean, it wasn't due to my penis, and that's like, you know, there's lots of ways to have sex, and uh, obviously, you know, obviously we made it happen. What did you do to her? Well, I fingered her, and I went down on her, and um, you know, I, I had a dildo, so I had that. Which, I had that going for one? me. <laughs> I had the gl- the glass one. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was put to good use, and I think it was good use. I think you know she came away happy. She smiled. We we still correspond. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like she didn't delete you from her friends list. <laughs> no, no, she didn't spray paint. You know, you know, lame ass or Mister Floppy on the on our garage door on the way out, and you know, or, and she didn't. I don't know. It's so my my reputation goes unsullied to this <laughs> to this point not to say that it's going to last like that forever but ladies if anybody out there is listening i promise you that i'll uh, try to keep my drinking with under control and give you the best time of your life if you so choose to experience well, it well it was funny because i did notice that that guy was sitting there all straight faced all yep. night long and all it was long. so random that yeah. they ended up at our house yep but it all made sense in the end. <laughs> it all made sense in the he end. He was. I mean, his wife was parting it up and having a good time. He was just sitting there straight face and taking it all in. Absolutely. He was just taking it all in. Well, he just picked the prettiest girl at the table and went Aww, for it. You're so sweet. <laughs> I love you. So, um, so that was that. That was that situation. That was that was pretty. That was pretty interesting. 
kind of sad, but interesting. I did. Well, I did like the way he waved his condom around. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It, it was like an Olympic athlete. He just kind of held it up afterwards. <laughs> like, yep. we, we all applauded. Absolutely. Right, right. <laughs> or like, uh, what is it? Uh, the guy from Clash of the Titans holding up the Medusa's head, right? Or something like that. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, let's see. Oh, well, I was going to, I was going to, um, bring up a topic. Speaking of that last story. Right. I was thinking about the idea of, of, of voyeuring your partner. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you and I have talked about that. Yes, we have. Um, you know how much, because we're a full swap couple. We are. And that means we'll, you know, I'll, I'll go with, you know, uh, a male somewhere and you'll go with a female somewhere. Right. We're completely open and we don't need to be in the same room. We don't need to be in the same room. We don't mm. need to be in the same house. We don't right. need to be in the same state. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is that, you know, you're, you're wholly with another partner, wholly right. and fully. And you're right. involved with that other partner. It's not, you know, you're all cuddled up in the same bed. So right. well, you and I had the conversation and, and, and how much do you want to see your, your partner with another person? And right. I think that that's, that's, a, it's interesting. It is. It is. Cause it's a, we're in a bit of a disconnect because I enjoy watching you have sex with another person very much, be it male or female. Um, and, at, but you are indifferent. Yeah, I, I would I, say I'm, I'm indifferent. It's usually when I'm with a guy, another guy, it's mm-hmm. like I'm kind of into what I'm doing and I'm right. not really paying attention to what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a need to see you with another woman. Right. I, um, it doesn't create any kind of like fantasy or, or heightened sense of sexuality or awareness for me. I'm happy that you're uh, having a good time and you're being taken care of, right? And you're having fun and enjoying yourself. But I don't, I don't have a need there. It doesn't bring me any sexual satisfaction. It doesn't turn to, like, you on. Watch you to right, see you right. doing it. Right. I like hearing about it. Yeah. But I don't need to like stand and watch. But, but even hearing about it, you, the only reason that you care is because it makes you happy. It doesn't make you horny when you hear about it. That's exactly like, right. 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 I, yep. I mean, I think I haven't yep. really thought it through to the nth degree. Whereas for me, when when you've when you've come back after having sex with somebody else, you know, watching you have sex with somebody else is is awesome to me. I I, I just feel like you know, it's like she's that's why you're, she's the, like, you're the stair sneaker. <laughs> no, only a couple times. Oh, that's so creepy. But it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the idea that you know. You see me in that in that sexual way. Absolutely, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, it's it's just the way it is. And I mean, obviously, you and I we we get along famously and have a wonderful sex life together. We just have that bit of a disconnect, and that's fine. I think that's not that's nothing we haven't been able to work with in the past. So. Do you think it would make you feel sexier if you thought that I was getting off to watching you have sex? I think that what it is for me is that I like, for me, the deal is that, I mean, if I wanted, if I wanted to be selfish about it, is that I like the idea of you finding me attractive and I like the idea of you finding, uh, my sexual behavior attractive, um, or a turn on. And I know that I turn you on, uh, don't get me wrong, but I, I guess, I don't know, maybe it was like a mischievous aspect of my personality that kind of seeks that bit of attention yeah you know that seeks that bit of attention oh interesting and 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 it's weird because i'm not particularly interested in anybody else seeing me other than you you know maybe maybe the uh anybody who's you want like me to witness your sexual prowess do, prowess? That, that, do i i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah i'm just you know i'm just bonded to you and i love you very much and it's like we share great sexual experiences and when I'm having a, a, a great sexual experience with somebody else I would like to think that it's something that we can that is something that's kind of shared across our bond oh interesting maybe that's what it is well I certainly enjoy watching you having sex when you're having sex with me <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what I think it might be as well is it might be a little bit of a residual, a residual uh, guilt 
it's some guilt that I find maybe in taking so much pleasure from the act with this other person that maybe I still feel like I need to have your buy-in. Like a sense of sense of approval almost. A sense of approval, yeah. And I know that you approve, and I know that you have, you know, you you consent to me doing whatever I want to do with anybody, basically. But it maybe just goes beyond approval. I don't know. Because, I don't know, it just would feel weird to turn to anybody else and say, hey, check me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> look at me, look at me, what I'm yeah. doing to her, you know? Uh, but I would feel like to, that you would be the only person that I could say that to, well, at least at this point. In our swinging careers. Well, we're each other's like cheerleaders in every other facet of our, Absolutely. Of our life. Right. And it wouldn't make sense that it's like in sex as well. And mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, maybe that's, you know, what you're doing when you're watching me having sex. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting topic of thought. You know, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, process to go through that because maybe I would, you know, just have myself watch you do that. Well, I don't know. I and, don't think, I mean, I think see how I, think, I feel about it. Maybe, but I think that if, I think that if that was a part of your, you know, a part of your sexual identity, then it's something you'd already be doing. Yeah. But it's not because I'm, I'm uh single minded in a mm-hmm. way. <laughs> so yeah. when I have a partner, it's like, that's what I'm doing. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, um, I I really don't know what's going on in the in the world around me, mm-hmm. but you know maybe I can make it a point to to uh, engage in what you're doing, or at least be you know it, at least be knowledgeable about what you're doing, and maybe take a take a back seat and just check it out. Yeah, I mean, well, it's completely uh, up to I, you. Because I haven't ever done that. I I've never done that with you. Yeah. You know, I've never, I've never actually seen you having sex with another woman, even though I know it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the other topic that you had listed was uh, having openness to a variety of different men. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it was, it, and this is a subject that came up because when we were at the club on Saturday, mm-hmm. well, we talked about it on Sunday and you said, well, there was a a cool couple that was sitting at table over. Mm-hmm. There were a couple sitting alone and I thought the wife was really hot, mm-hmm. but the guy was older. Yeah. He was like in his fifties or maybe even early sixties. I think he was definitely in his early, he was definitely in his sixties. In his sixties. Yes. And you said, I didn't approach them because I didn't want to sub- subject you to that was kind of your comment. You were like, hey, you didn't you didn't think I would be like turned on by a guy in his right. 60s. I didn't want you to be in a position where you had to take one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that's a whole other topic, but yeah. I'm I'm down with taking one for the team, honestly. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um and so that brought up an interesting conversation with uh about that couple because mm-hmm. I started considering that and I thought, you know, I am very much more open to the to the guys that I I I can engage or I will engage um, in the lifestyle. Right. If I were single in the dating scene, you know, there there would be a lot of guys that would be ruled out just because you know I don't know. Maybe, is it because they're not a potential mate? Maybe. You know, I I don't want to be all, you know, basic like, and like your sister about rude, it. <laughs> yeah, rude about it. <laughs> But you don't, you feel like you don't want to lead these people on and you right. don't, you know, it's like, nope, you're not in my dating pool and this is not going to happen. And, you know, you'd go on about your merry, merry way and I will as well. Well, I mean, like specifically about older guys is that you'd had a bad experience with the, with the gentleman that you were with before I met you. And that was something that I'm particularly sensitive to. Oh, really? Absolutely. Well, that yeah, guy no. was like 10 years older. Well, you're yeah. The guy that you're with is ten years older. Oh, and you're saying that the guy in his sixties is like he was like twenty years older. <laughs> but but what I but what I what I've found interesting about it is in the lifestyle, mm. I will open myself up to a lot of guys that you know I'm I, you know I I don't go all Seinfeld on their ass right because I'll, you know there's a lot of guys that's like. 
oh, well, you have that certain facial hair that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Or you have that certain, like, tooth thing going on that I don't like. Or you, you know, have too many tattoos. Or you, you know, you just rule out guys one by one by one because there's something visually that you're just not finding appealing. Not connecting with, and right. You're, and you're not going to, you're not going to get over it. Yeah, yeah. And the swinger lifestyle, it's like, this isn't forever. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe you're a super cool guy. Yeah. Maybe you have mad skills. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm willing to give you a try. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm willing to fuck the good dancer this time. <laughs> just because he's a good dancer. Well, it's interesting <laughs> yeah. because, because, yeah, all of a sudden there's a whole a, a variety of men that have appealed to me mm-hmm. for whatever reason, even though, you know, back in the day, they would have been like gone from my radar, right. you know, immediately just on first sight. Now I'm like, I don't know, you're 65. Yeah, I bet you got skills, man. Right, right. <laughs> I'm willing to check that out. Right. <laughs> Especially if you can have a good conversation. I mean, he's, he, he had his hot wife you know completely mesmerized yeah um you know and that that i think that that was yeah we should have talked to them and we will next time when we, next time we see them. we absolutely will Why the but, hell not? but i thought that that was uh it, it's an interesting aspect of the lifestyle and that you can broaden your horizons to to people that you're willing to engage because it's not a commitment right it's not a lifelong commitment yeah. you're you're going in you're doing you know reconnaissance and you're <laughs> checking right. it out yeah and you can you know get out live or you can get out fucked either mm. way could be good fucked, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah i mean that's that's one of the aspects of the lifestyle i find interesting is that my my world of of acceptable men has just really been expanded just because at the end of the day I'm you know I'm going home with you yeah and all of these guys I can totally check them out and find out more about them and learn about them and get to know them and yeah like library books yeah (laughs) remember those (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no and I and I and I guess that it's interesting because um, I've always been a fairly social guy and I'll approach Many different women, I guess, in social situations, but um, from my, my my sense is that it's a little bit more difficult when I'm in the, when I'm in the lifestyle than when than so than just socially because How so? well because there's the you know whereas um, I can I can engage a woman uh, socially and and feel fairly confident about being. You know about being interesting and her finding me funny and whatever. Doing so in the lifestyle implies that there is a sexual weight to it, and all of a sudden it's just it, you can I be feel, interesting and funny and get it up. Right, right. Well, that you know that there is that there is an implied uh, there is an implied uh, not sexual obligation. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's 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 something there's an added weight to the interaction that I'm having with this woman and I, oh. I find myself retreating a little bit because of that wow that's yeah. interesting because mm-hmm. as a female I find opposite. less weight right and you find more weight absolutely and I think that that might have to do more with the stage that we are that we are in the lifestyle maybe I know that it has to, I mean it certainly does because we're, yeah, we're early yeah we're early to the formal swinging thing whereas the, the you know and that's it, it's very telling because of the way our our, our our previous conquests had worked in the in the vanilla world, and they were all women that I, they were most of it were women that I was able to that I, I was able to you know uh, romance or whatever whatever you want to call you it. You were really really good with the yeah. women in the vanilla world. I was always yeah. like shocked and like just like wow, really, really you you're hooking up with her. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I can. It's kind of more of a. Sneak well, attack. it played your. Yeah, it played to your strength. <laughs> played to my strengths, which yeah. it, which is your intellect and your you know your sense of humor and your. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. and then you laid down the big pipe, and then it was like all fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, until the, until it was like, yeah, until it was until there was drama. Until and there then, was drama. And then the yeah, that's that's what that's when we decided the vanilla world had to go away. It was just yeah. too much drama. Too much drama. Too much drama. Yeah, it's um, 
too much responsibility. But it's but it's interesting that you talk about the added weight of being in the lifestyle mm-hmm. and and having your same your same sure. skill set, your same personality, your same mm-hmm. you're you. But there's an extra added right heaviness Absolutely. to the interaction. Absolutely, because um, and this is something that I've been I've, I think about. Like if I get into a social situation. We're not a social situation. If I'm in the life in a lifestyle at the club, and all of a sudden I'm just going to turn on, you know, the charm to eleven, you know, in as much as I can, all the way, all the time, like I would in a social situation, like a, a vanilla social situation, mm-hmm. I have a certain fear of coming across as too aggressive, too sexually aggressive, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be because I'm being sexually aggressive explicitly, but because the situation in itself is inherently sexual. Mm-hmm. So, n- not only am I being um, aggressively socially, but I have this. Uh, I have that. I have this. Uh, there's a under undertone of sexuality that's going along mm-hmm. with it, and I shy away from it's it. It's a burden that you have to carry. It's a bear, it's a burden that I have to carry that I feel that I can't just uh, completely like lose myself socially in the lifestyle for that reason. Mm-hmm. So, um, and mostly because I don't want, I don't want us to look bad. You know, it's like I don't want people to say it's like, oh well. Look at Mr. Swafu. He's just being, he's just being like this arrogant ass. And he's just, you know, thinks that he, whatever. Yeah. And the, the social world is like everybody, everybody thinks like, oh yeah, Mr. Swafu doesn't want to fuck us. He's just trying to charm us and make us feel good about being here. Uh, no, uh, Mr. Swafu wants to fuck you. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> you just don't know it yet. Whereas, yeah, whereas. And in, you know what? In, he probably will. <laughs> whereas in the, whereas in the, in the swinger world, the. Yeah, he wants to fuck you is kind of... Un- is that That's the first thing. That's the signature yeah. of the email. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Swap wants to fuck you. That's the email signature. <laughs> that's, that's why I should change that's our Swap... That's funny. Our SwapFoo at gmail.com. Yeah. I should change the, uh, the signature on it um, <laughs> to Mr. SwapFoo wants to fuck you. That's funny. Um. So... Well, can I, can I make sure. a recommendation? Absolutely. Well, like women. Yeah. For women... Always have a plan B. Yeah. Have a plan B. Um, have and have a second skill set that you're ready to engage. That's going to be pleasing and wonderful. Well, I make good flapjacks. <laughs> not unless you're making them in her twat. It's not going to work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but no, have another skill set. You know, have a backup plan. <laughs> like juggling or something. In her twat. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're talking about having a, a sexual skill. Yes. Yes. Well, I do. I am. I'm, you know, I'm the famous one trick pony. Well, I mean, maybe you should expand your skill set. My repertoire. Yeah. And your, um, your toy collection or whatever it takes, you know, uh, whatever it takes. So like, I'm going to be like the prop comic of the lifestyle and show up with like a, <laughs> a bag of toys. Oh my God. <laughs> You'll be like, like carrot top. the carrot top. <laughs> It's like, oh, you don't like my jokes? Well, <laughs> it's I'm banana no with the dildo. I'm just saying, all all a woman really wants is to get off. Yeah. If if for whatever reason you're 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 not you know you're not performing to the expectations of the woman at that particular moment. Oh, you're talking have about a little backup plan. Yeah, have a yeah. Little, like, like rah, rah, give her a little twisty loo or I don't know yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. like you did with um, that that one gal where you did the glass dildo. Yeah, yeah have some have some toys. Have oh some yeah, no, I I don't think I fail to please. It's just you know obviously yeah. it's you know I think that at the at the end of the day, girls want cock, right? Well, girls want to get off. Yeah, that you know, girls want to get off, and um, I don't think that cock is all there is to it. Yeah, and I true. think, and I think that if you, you know, make the effort to do something else that that assists that, they're just as happy. Yeah, you're probably right. And you know, it's great to have a guy that has a a varied a varied uh, little repertoire. Sure. Of tricks that they can pull out of the bag. Yeah, and I'm not going to make any more jokes about it. <laughs> no more flapjack jokes. <laughs> no more flapjack jokes. I really, literally thought that you you meant that I. Anyway, anyway, I. Uh, Folks, um, I just wanted to 
thank everybody very much for listening to the podcast. I love the feedback. Uh, are we, we love are the we feedback. Are we out of subjects? No, we're not out of <laughs> subjects, but I think we're almost, well, I mean, we're not even out of time because we can keep on talking forever, but I don't know. I mean, we can, we can, we can, uh, heck, we can talk about the weather if you want. I'm just kidding. No, no we, uh, let's call uh, it. It's, let's call it. Okay. Um, new, uh, new development. We, uh, we now have a voicemail address. So if you want to call us, swap foods and leave us a voicemail, uh, please, uh, please do so. And yeah, that voicemail number is 609. That's 69 with an O in the middle. Clever. <laughs> Dork. 609-3-SWAP-FOO. That's our voicemail. So uh, go ahead and uh, um, give us your comments. Uh, or, or your dirty talk. Or your dirty... No, don't air your dirty talk. Don't creep me out. Hear, I'll be I listening to it at work. Talk. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I don't want to like walk around work with a boner. <laughs> or do I? I do. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be funny. Oh, and that's a subject I want to um, have in another podcast is carrying over the swinger attitude into the workplace. Oh, that's, that's a good topic. It's been very interesting for that's me. That's a good topic for another time. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, or uh, undressing your coworkers with your eyes. <laughs> of course, guys have been doing that forever, but, right? But it's new for me. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that's a good topic because I have a couple things that I can talk about with that. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So six zero nine three swap. Who leave us a voicemail? Um, or hey, you know, we're starting to get some reviews on iTunes. We always appreciate those. They've been favorable. Surprise, surprise, because we rock. Hello. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, feel free to go in and do that. Um, we have our blog, swapfoo.blogspot.com. Uh, leave us a comment on one of our blogs or, uh, you know, just get in touch with us, swapfoo at gmail.com. Uh, I am Mr. Swapfoo. I'm Miss Swapfoo, and I just want to say thank you to all of our fellow podcasters out there that are awesome and rocking it and sharing information. And it's very cool to have a community that that uh that we can relate to and i appreciate all the work that they do because yeah it's cool to get other people's opinions and it's always informative so and i like I, it and i'm saying it right now uh, i don't know if we can make this happen but hey what the hell right the sky's the limit uh the internet is everywhere and you know technology is on our side um swinger podcast online meetup we're gonna record it at some point let's make it happen everybody uh let me know, you guys out there. Let me know what you think. Let's uh, let's all get on. Let's all get on the horn and shoot the breeze and uh, and put you know put together our thoughts. You know what? It might turn out to be like the most boring thing in the world, but it might be wonderful. <laughs> we might be changing the world. We might be uh, launching the next cultural I, revolution. I don't think we're changing the world, but cultural <laughs> revolution, babe. Cultural revolution. Just keep on saying that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, last last uh, thing, other than thank you very much. Support Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood does more for your genitals than anybody in government does and certainly more than anybody in the church so write douche a, douche <laughs> write a big check to Planned Parenthood and um, we love y'all good night good night